Uh, good morning. I'm excited to bring a message to you from God's Word this morning. Um, we've spent a week in the mountains and I feel refreshed, uh, cleansed, you could say, with the mountain air and all the hardships that you go through in the mountains. It's certainly good to come home and take a shower. Um, but uh, uh, it's good to be here uh, and, and be able to bring a lesson. Um, I kind of threw this together last night, and so uh, I think it will be beneficial for all of us. The title of our lesson this morning is When the Trumpet Sound. And I appreciate very much the, the songs that Pa has uh, led for us this morning. One that uh, I really like to, um, it won't be very long till this short life shall end. And it, um, it won't be very long till Jesus shall descend. And we have work to do. It talks about, um, or no, no, that's not the one I was, I was thinking of will work the will will work till jesus comes the it won't be very long uh, jesus shall come but also will work till jesus comes and there's there's work to be done before jesus comes and uh, uh it talks about O land of rest for thee i sigh when will the moment come when i shall lay my armor by and dwell in the place at home in peace at home and when I think of a trumpet uh, sounding, of course we don't hear trumpets very often, but uh, at, at work we have a buzzer that tells us when work is over. And so you, there's no more work done after that, I can guarantee you. Um, the, the employees know when that buzzer goes, it's time to go home. And in fact, sometimes they quit working just a little before the buzzer. But they, they, they hear that buzzer, let's go, get out of here. And that's kind of how we are on, in this life as Christians. We have work to do. And none of us know exactly what the trumpet sounding will sound like. So as we get into this, uh, if you want to open your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, we're going to be reading from there. Um, uh, the Bible reveals that one of the key things that will signal the return of Christ will be the sound of a trumpet of God. And if you want to turn with me to um, chapter 4, let's go ahead and read uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, starting in verse 13. We're going to read through the end of the chapter. It says, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. And so this is a comfort for us. Uh, we've all lost loved ones. And um, we have hope 
He says, do not sorrow um, because we have hope of being with Him again in heaven. So there's a number, number of incredible events that will unfold after the trumpet is sounded. And that's what we're going to talk about um, the rest of the lesson. Um, number one, this earth will be destroyed by fire. So let's turn over to Second uh, Peter chapter 3. Second Peter chapter 3. And we're going to read um, 3 through 10 here. Now, as we read this, imagine, you know, we just spent uh, some time in the mountains. Imagine everything burning up and being destroyed. We have, uh, we witnessed some fire roads that they carved in to access some of the high country to put out the fire. And it de devastated the land. It, it really destroyed things, but it didn't destroy everything. You can still see all the logs that halfway burned. And just imagine if this earth being destroyed, it uh, would take quite a fire. Starting in verse 3. Knowing this, that first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of His coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of, cert, cert, of creation. For this they willfully forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water, and in the water by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are preserved for, fi for fire until the day of judgment and per um, perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. So, God gave us a promise that that's what's going to happen when Jesus comes. Um, there, will, there will not be paradise on earth, as some teach, but rather the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Everything burned up. So, when Jesus returns, He will... He will not, um, being set up some earthly kingdom, you remember um, Peter cut off the ear of the servant. He thought that, this, that Christ's kingdom was, was something physical. And it's hard for us to imagine something that we can't touch. But um, he's, he's not going to set up an earthly kingdom, but delivering up to the Father his spiritual kingdom, and his kingdom we know is the church. Let's look at John 18. John 1836 John 1836 Jesus answered my kingdom is not of this world 
If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. His kingdom is not from here. Let's also look at uh, um, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 23 through 24. But each one in his own accord, Christ the firstfruits, afterward those who are Christ's at his coming. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom of God, the Father, when, kingdom of God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. So he's, he's going to deliver the kingdom, the church, the, the Christ's followers are going to be delivered to God. Um, number two, the resurrection of the dead will occur. When, when the trumpet sounds, the resurrection of the dead will occur. Let's turn to, for, we're in 1 Corinthians right now. Let's uh, skip down to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 51, and 52. Skip down there to 51 and 52. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be charged. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Okay, um, the dead. Um, Jesus will call all who are in the graves to come forth. Those who have um, done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. John 528 and 29 let's read that I think John chapter 5 28 and 29 do not marvel at this for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So everyone's going to be called. Believer, non-believer. And then, the third thing that will happen, the judgment of the world will occur. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. And we'll read 10 and 11 here. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God. And I also trust are well known in your um, consciousness or consciences. Um, so, everyone's going to be judged by God. Everyone. Um, dead or alive, everyone's going to stand judgment. And we certainly don't want to be judged and Him not know us. Uh, you, you, you don't want God saying, now who are you again? We certainly uh, don't want to hear that from Him. 
The wicked and just will be um, separated. Let's look at Matthew 13. Matthew chapter 13, and we're going to read uh, verses 47 through 49. <clears throat> so, verses uh, Matthew 13, 47 through 49. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew it ashore. And they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth, separate the wicked from among the just. So the wicked and the just are going to get separated. Let's, let's also um, turn to chapter 25 of Matthew. Stay in Matthew there. Chapter 25 of Matthew. And we'll read 31 and 33. 31 through 33. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food, I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in, I was naked and you clothed me, I was sick and you visited me, and I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed and feed you, or thirsty and you and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly I say to you, and as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we... When did... Um, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison and did not minister to you. Then you will answer them, saying, Assuredly I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Now I'm going to tell you right now, you want to be, as in verse 46, um, the, the latter part, but the righteous to eternal life. You want to be part of the righteous because you do not want to be part of the group that goes away into everlasting punishment the wicked will be told to depart from the lord we read that uh, we could read uh there's so why do you think uh god gave us so much information here about this <laughs> because it's so important 
Sometimes fear of going to the wrong place is a good thing because it straightens you out and makes you want to do what God has told us to do. Let's go ahead and look at Matthew 7. Matthew 7, we'll read uh, verses 21 through 23. Now everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You who practice lawlessness um, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Um, and we read that, um, verse 41, Matthew 25, verse 41, we already read that. I kind of just kept going. <laughs> um, but uh, if we don't follow God's law, in a way we are lawlessness. We are not practicing what God wants us to. If we go out on our own and say, um, well, I think this is going to be okay, or so-and-so. We talked in our class this morning about how Paul always referred to God's will as God's will, not Paul's will. He, he always passed off the responsibility to God. If you do this, you're going to be doing what God wants you to do, not what Paul wants you to do. So we have to be very careful that we don't do what someone else wants us to do. Um, let's see, moving on, number three, another thing that's going to happen when the trumpet sounds, the judgment of the world will occur. Um, wait, did I go the wrong way? Yes, I did. Okay, the righteous will, will hear, um, come you blessed of my father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Matthew 25, 34, and we already read that. Um, and certainly, that's what we want to hear. Come, you blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Now, just one thing I wanted to add to that. God created the world in how many days? Six days. And look at it. Look at the mountains and the beauty that we see in six days. And what has uh, Jesus been doing since he passed? Two, and of course a thousand years to God is nothing. But two thousand years ago, Jesus left this earth and went where? To prepare a place for us. Imagine how great that place must be. Um... And that's what he's doing. And we can enter the kingdom prepared for us. Number four. All faithful saints will be together with the Lord in heaven forever. Let's go. Uh, um, let's see. Did I read? Yeah, I, we read that. Thessalonians. I read 16 through 18, didn't I? Um, so I'm just going to read off the overhead here. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. 
so we can comfort one another with these words. Jesus promised his disciples, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, where you may also. John 14.3 So, as I said, Jesus is preparing a place, and he, he promised us that he was going to do it, huh? Is it, is it easy for us today to... Where is he? <laughs> How come he hasn't come yet? Look at this world we're living in. How come he's not here yet? They were saying that back in the, in the or Bible days. The early Christians were selling their things and preparing for Jesus to come. And uh, that was 2,000 years ago. <laughs> so none of us know the day or the hour. Um, imagine, you know, and I read the uh, Thief in the Night. If if somebody told Paxson here that someone's going to rob our house tonight at 3 o'clock, what's Paxson going to do? Dad, someone's going to be here at 3 o'clock tonight to rob the house. So what do you think is going to happen? We're probably going to have all the guns pointed at the door <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, right? We're going to be ready. And, uh, and, and it's probably not going to be very well for the thief, Right? But does a thief announce when he's going to uh, rob the house or the car? Why do you think he comes in the night? Because we're not ready. We're sleeping, aren't we? And, uh, and, and uh, he wants to catch us when we're not ready. And, and that's when Jesus is going to come. One, one thing that I want to, I think I got it here. We'll keep going here. I, I want to get ahead of myself. When the... And when the trumpet sounds, guess what? It will be too late for repentance. Some people say, well, I'm going to live my life now the way I want to live it. And when I'm old and in the, the old folks' home and I can barely walk, then I'll become a Christian. Guess what? We don't know when Jesus is going to come, and we don't even know if we're going to live that long. Uh, let's, let's turn to Luke 13.3. Luke 13, uh, verse 3. I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And also in Acts 3, 19. I may have got that wrong. Acts 3, 19. Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refurbishing may come from the presence of the Lord. I'm going to tell you, when that trumpet sounds, you're not going to have much time to repent and be faithful to God. As Jesus warned, um, but of that day, um, let's read, let's turn over to Matthew 24. Let's go ahead and read this. Uh, verses 36 through 39. Did I already read this? I didn't read it. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. 
For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving into marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And what does that sound like? Sounds like America. <laughs> and, and, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. Then the two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what the hour the thief would have come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken. Just like I said, Hump Haxon, we'd be ready. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. How many times have people in the past uh, predicted the end of the world? <laughs> Anytime someone says that, I'm like, well, we know the world's not going to end on that day, right? Um, we do not know. We do not know when the Son of Man is coming, but we do know He's coming. So, our final question for you this morning. When the trumpet sounds, will you be ready? Will you be ready? And, and that's uh, the most important thing that we can uh, prepare ourselves for, being ready when the trumpet sounds. Um, and what a horrible thing to not be ready and to be a follower, be part of the kingdom of Christ that he prepared, the church. Um, is his kingdom and everyone who's gone before us and everyone who's alive today will all come together and be joined uh, with Jesus in heaven a place that he's prepared for us um, so so if that's the lesson this morning uh, certainly been very beneficial for myself and uh, hopefully each one of you have been uh, strengthened and edified and um, if there's anyone who uh, wants to Heed the invitation as we offer an invitation this morning. Uh, if anyone wants to become a Christian or, or ask for the prayers of the congregation, we have this times that you can come forward and make your needs known as we stand and sing the song selected.